left, right. Welcome to our episode about the little things that piss you off big time. Somebody cuts you off, you're ready to ram your car into theirs. You stub your pinky toe, you're ready to saw off your leg of the knee. Uh, we're just talking about those little things that drive you much more wild and make you a hell of a lot more upset than they really should. And uh, if we miss some of them, you uh, you let me know, all right? Let me know in the comments what really drives you crazy. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Cheers. 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 Right, that long pour means we are live. My name is Justin DiGiulio. This is Sip Talk Podcast. I am joined today, as always, by James, the Bosnator Boswell. James is a philosopher, a professional referee, a bartender, and most exciting of all, an accountant. James, happy to have you here. How's it going? Happy to be here. That whole refereeing thing might be going by the wayside after this No, year. you can't give it up, dude. Just doesn't do uh, what it used to for me. Oh, well, that's what happens with age, man. That's what that's happens with age. What they uh, tell you. So, look, anybody who's watching us live is uh, is seeing the title of last episode because I didn't update the the live stream. So, sorry, guys, about that. Today, oh, you you scrolled on our thing here. Today, we are talking about tiny, these small things that happen that have the potential to ruin your day, or any bad thing that happens to you that's not that bad, but you have this kind of unequivocal reaction of just sheer frustration and sometimes rage. Also and, uh, known as Grinds My Gears Episode 2. Grinds My Gears is not a phrase I like. Grinds My Gears, the phrase itself, grinds my goddamn gears. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a good one. We got some fun stuff. I'm looking forward to hitting these. Um, so you're saying referee might go by the wayside, but that's still, you, still, you still can claim professional referee, right? Yeah, I the title. did it professionally retired. for quite some time. Actually, I think retired professional referee carries almost more weight to it. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. the idea of retired. I like retired <laughs> professional referee. So I got to ask you before um, before we get into it, we got to you know we get some important things to cover. Um, well, we have one important thing to cover. What are you drinking? Um, sticking with the Milwaukee's best ice tonight. Mm. If I run out, I might refill on some wine or maybe like a brandy on the rocks. Not really sure. But I'm feeling like a more than one beer episode today. I see. Which means I think, you, might, I think, you might have to carry things for 30 seconds while I run to the fridge to grab more. Will you, will you, yeah, will you refill? So I just want to make sure that we're live on the appropriate platforms. I don't I don't know if we are. We are missing Rosh Galeb, our fearless uh, co-producer who feeds us your comments live. So if you want us to see your comments, you better be on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch. We should just make this entire episode making fun of Rosh. No, yeah. Well, we, we had another episode without him, and we, we unfortunately, for him, he was the guy that, that said, flying, you know, here's a flying motorcycle. And then you shot back a bunch of articles and a couple of paragraphs of how flying cars are never going to happen. So, um, you know, it's not fair when he's, when he's not here to defend himself. So, but, uh, I've digressed, so let's let's uh, 
let's. You know what? You know what uh, made me think of this episode? I was walking to a showing yesterday, or maybe the day before, and uh, walking down the sidewalk, and uh, I stepped on some fresh gum. And it just, you know, there's gum all over the sidewalk. Well, there's gum all over the sidewalks all the time. The thing is about fresh gum on the sidewalks. Do people throw their gum on the sidewalks? Do you think it's something people take it out of their mouth and just drop it on the sidewalk? You would have to think. How else is it going to get there? Well, when I have surveyed people, you know, generally, like, you know, I'll see, like, gum on the, on the floor in the office or something, and I'll, you know, I'll just yell, like, what the fuck? What the, you know, how is there fucking gum on the floor? What is wrong with you people? Uh, I'm like, do people just throw their gum? There? And I said, what? you have two options, how gum ends up on the ground. Either one, you just spit it out onto the ground, whether you're inside or outside. Or two, like, you're just chewing gum one second, talking, walking, and, uh, you know, they say multitasking, chewing, chewing bubble gum and walking, and then the gum just falls out of your mouth, and you're like, oh. And you just keep walking. You don't pick it up. Or you didn't realize that it fell out of your mouth. And that's what... And, and usually when I say, oh, yeah, how did... Like, somebody just threw their gum in the floor. Oh, well, it could have been by accident. How does that happen? If you're in an office and, like, it falls into the carpet or whatever, like, pick it out. Nobody does that. It ends up getting, like, fucking tracked around the office. Or I end up having to pick it out, you know, if I see it soon enough before it gets tracked around. Uh, yeah, you remember in high school where people would put their gum underneath the table or, like, a chair or something? I have more respect for the for the derelicts that are sticking their gum under the desks. Now, I think that's disgusting, but if you have the balls to do so, you know, go for it, man. I mean, you should be able to be able to take a punch to the face for being an asshole. But, you ever see um, in some cities where they have like a wall or a pole where people mm, stick their gum? Yeah, see a lot. Every once in a while in New York City, I'll come by like a, uh, a street lighter, you know, one of those electric posts, and it's just covered in gum. I've traveled, yeah, I've traveled too, and I've seen just a, a post full of gum. Uh, a little disgusting. I was watching a video game tournament, and it was being held in Seattle. And like, as one of their kind of like B-roll clips between matches, they had one of the hosts go to. Uh, like a famous street in Seattle where people put their gum to the wall. Mm. And he went and took like a spatula. <laughs> that's just, that's hopefully it was a hot day and that stuff just came off nice and. Yeah. But like, like yeah, that was, and then he started chewing it. Oh God. But the thing is, I was just about to say this. It's not really that gross. Like stepping in know. gum or chewing the, gum off the wall well the gum like you t it's, it's it's like i don't know the whole saliva thing like we chewing the gum people, off the wall is pretty bad well yeah i mean it also like attracts like dirt and shit in the air that's worse that's worse. Yeah. touching i was th you know i was thinking touching gum when i answered that question oh no but, no touching gum not terrible wash your hands you're good but, um, I tell you, but look so but but about the like small thing that like really pisses you off i had this nice pair of shoes with some white soles which you know white soles whatever um but but it was a hot day, man, and I stepped in this gum, and I took a bound from there, and, you know, five feet later or so, my foot hit the ground again, and uh, and there was a big, long stream of gum, like, in the wind. And I yeah, took you know what's step. worse than stepping in gum, though? Stepping in shit. Oh, that's not even on our entire list. <laughs> it's not even on our entire list. Stepping in shit is a hundred times worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because especially like if you've got like textured soles, 
then it's just going to get into all those little crevices. Yes, you know it's been a it's it's been a while since I've stepped in shit. Actually, it, I feel like that happened to me much more as a child. Well, you I, had dogs that were in the yard. Yeah, we had dogs, and I just wonder if I paid less attention to it or if I was just around more shit. <laughs> like <that's>... Yeah, <laughs> although it's still not the best stepping in shit story. Oh yeah, we can't really share that one on air, man. That was no. catastrophic. That, yeah, that was catastrophic. Um, all right, you wanna you wanna hit the next one? Uh, again, small things that can ruin your day. Oh, like, well, I get, have, since we're on the topic of poo, having a bird shit on you. Yeah, man. Have you ever been shit on by a bird? Once. When when can you fill me in on some details here? I was probably middle school age, and mm. we were taking we were on a vacation and on like the Jersey Shore, so we're on the boardwalk. Yeah, like I think I just stopped to get some ice cream or like some like funnel cake or something, and yeah, just like plop right on the shoulder, nice warm mess. Mm, man, I had one time down down the Jersey Shore when I was a kid. When I was a kid, a few times, a few summers, and a a seagull took a McDonald's hamburger out of my mouth as I was biting into it. So, yeah, they're bold, man. Yeah, they really, they really are. Uh, I see you guys, by the way, on uh, Instagram. But if you guys want us to see your comments, and I see you guys on TikTok, if you guys want us to see your comments, you got to join. You got to follow me. You don't even have to follow me. Don't you? Don't even worry about being my friend. Uh, but just look for me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, and you can watch us live on those platforms. And we will see your comments. Uh, those are all public profiles. Yeah, I I've been hit by bird shit a couple times in New York City, but I. I also see a lot of agents that get hit with bird shit. Like, it happens a lot, man. Those birds are out there. The pigeons in New York City, they are out there. Um, should we hit the next one? <laughs> a while back, I had a conversation with my with uh, my roommate when we were both working at the same restaurant. After he finished his shifts, he's having drinks at my uh, at my bar, and we were t- I, I asked him, I was like, "What should you choose?" as a superpower flight or invisibility and like flight the rules would be like 10,000 feet and 500 miles an hour just that way it's like not infinite yeah good thing you yeah good thing you put some (laughs) controls on it yeah well because otherwise i think flight would win if you could fly at like 20,000 miles an hour or something if your body could withstand that all right so so but so he was talking he's like i think i would choose flight and i was like i choose invisibility because we've already invented flight but I was like, however, there is like one key thing to flight. Is like you could live out the fantasy of every bird ever. I think you could also do that if you were invisible and just had access to a ladder. Yeah, <laughs> you were invisible and you're an invisible ladder. Like but, you know, you're like you're a hundred <laughs> feet up and you see somebody in like a convertible. Uh, yeah, you got to really aim. You got to gauge that trajectory. Um, yeah, they're uh, stuck in traffic. So, so let's. I'm gonna move on to the, this next one here. Stop talking about shit is really all I want to do. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I, what I did, you know, to prepare is I thought a bunch of these. You threw some of these in here, but I also read. Uh, <coughs> I ended up duplicating one of yours at least. Uh, I, I read a bunch of, uh, like, uh, I read some Reddit. I read some Quora. I read some BuzzFeed articles. And, you know, it's like 13 worst things are going to happen to you to ruin your day. Um, and, and, you know, most of them I was like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Some of them are too much. Yeah, and then some of them are just too convoluted. So it's like, yeah, right, like one yeah. of them um, that was proposed to me 
was like getting pulled over and i was like that qualifies but that's not minor that's not a small thing now that's a big deal yeah um so but this one is stepping the next one is stepping on something you're wearing socks and you step on something that's wet and uh that's oh, awful it, it is it like you know what what happens to me every once in a while is i lose an ice cube like I'm filling up for the from the refrigerator ice cube and one pops out and then I can't fucking find that ice cube for the life of me. And then a while later, you know, I end up stepping. But I don't wear socks that much around the house. I, I'm usually totally barefoot. A lot of people are, you know, don't like being barefoot. I like I, I, I wear socks around my house 95 to 99 percent yeah. of the time. I, I just get warm and socks keep me too warm. Yeah. Um, here. I guess I just like having clean feet, and it's like no matter how clean you keep your floors, your feet will start to get dirty walking around on them. I like having the air in my feet, man. But look, so here's what happens to me, though, is – and this is even like a twist on this one. Uh, I oftentimes in the cooler months, like the wintertime, sleep with socks on. and oh, I, I find that, that. I find that you know if I have like some uh, sweatpants on and socks, I can just be under a light sheet. Instead of a heavy comforter, because then I'll sweat under the heavy comforter. But the thing about waking up, when you wake up in the morning, the difficulty in getting out of bed is that it's cold outside of your bed. But I find that with socks on, that feeling of like, oh, I don't want to like endure the temperature change, the climate change from the bed to the real world, is completely eliminated. Is However, your bed over a hardwood floor or is it carpeted? Carpeted. Um, but over a hardwood floor, more, even more. Uh, you know, that would be, you don't want to step on that cold hardwood floor, but look, so here's what's happened to me several mornings, especially on hangovers. Um, I get into the shower with those socks on (laughs) (laughs) psychopath (laughs) showering with your socks. I've mentioned this a few times. Nobody seems to be able to relate to me. Like, does anybody around one of those days they wake up and get in the shower with their socks on? And, uh, (laughs) if I get any replies, people are like, no, I, I don't know. Why would you do that? That's so weird. (laughs) um you want to hit the next one um just missing the train or the bus not really relevant for my life not yeah i mean there you got your your car and uh you don't take public transportation i also don't travel like Uh, my commute to the office is five feet dude let me tell you i when i'm in uh secaucus so that's the that's the first station that's the first uh, train station outside of manhattan so what I do is I drive there because it's like, you know, a, a 45, 50 minute drive. And then it's like eight minutes into the city. Like it's a super short train ride. Uh, and the parking is super cheap. Uh, so uh, what happens, though, is I got to I got to park. I got to walk from the parking lot to the train station. Then I get in the train station, go past the gates, and then I have to go down the escalator to the platform. And as I descend this escalator... I always try to walk down the escalator because I'd never want like the train to be like arriving and then pulling away. And then like I didn't walk down the escalator. Right. Yeah. You'd rather have walked down the escalator and missed the train. You're like, well, I did everything I could. Exactly. So um, but what happens every once in a while, there are people that just like won't get out of my way. And like they got bags and shit. And like I'm not going to leap over their bags on the fucking escalator. And then I get. And then as I can see the platform, I can see the people's feet, I continue to descend the escalator, and then you can see just at the edge of the platform, you can see the train there, and then every once in a while, I just see the doors close. And that's the moment where I just want to fucking throw fists at people. You know, in a similar vein, traffic, 
if you are behind somebody and the light turns yellow and you want to go and they don't. Oh, God. Like, I have oh. a rule in traffic is never be the reason why the car behind you didn't make the yellow. Yeah, that, I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. That's so annoying. Uh, however, if you're trying to piss somebody off behind you, <laughs> you, can, you can roll very slowly through, the, uh, uh, through that yellow light and force them on the red. Um, all right, so look, I want to, this is, uh, oh, you know what? I'll add a pet peeve, but not so much something that, that could, like, make you really mad, but it's not, not, not as a big deal, because I actually think this is a big deal. Um, when people show up for me to meetings, and they're a little bit late, but they have Starbucks in their hand. Yeah. But, you like, know, never show up late to work with a Starbucks cup in oh your my hand. God, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, every once in a while, I'll be a few minutes late, but I'll have a Starbucks uh, cup with me. And what I do is when I when my train rolls, as soon as I get reception from that from coming out from underneath the Hudson River, so I'm in the tunnel. I'm not off the train. I'm in the tunnel still. But my phone finally gets a couple bars of reception. I pre-order a cup of coffee from Starbucks, and then I all I walk by Starbucks on my way. So I just walk in, pop in, and grab it. And what I tell people when I get there is is Hey, I did stop at Starbucks on my way here. However, I pre-ordered it, and uh, I realized that might have added. 11 seconds to my my walk to the office but i walked up the escalator rather than just stood on the escalator so you're welcome no time lost yeah like especially if someone shows up like really late like 30 or 45 oh, minutes well, late. then you're just an asshole yeah, that, yeah there's no there's no saving that um let's see should we hit the next one because this is something i feel like I'll let you read this one because I feel like this one hits you right, you know. Oh, like, yeah, with the internet going down, like, that 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 means that I can't work. There's been a couple times that they're building a house, like, three houses down from me. Mm -hmm. And a couple times last summer when they were building the house, I'm pretty sure that they, like, hit the internet line, just knocked me out for several hours. Mm -hmm. So then I had to switch over to my mobile internet off my phone. Yeah, and that does slow you down. You don't have, you know, as much bandwidth, yeah? Yeah, like I, I really, I could do just the very basics, but like it's either that or not work. You know, we had one night uh, we were about to do the podcast, and they were putting up this retaining wall in my driveway, and they snapped. Uh, do you remember this? They snapped the uh, electric and the internet, and of course, Ooh. the electric company came first. The internet company needed, you know, a little more time. But I think we ended up running that night. I think we ended up. Yeah, I've had to run the cast once or twice on mobile internet. Yeah, it's not. It's not as good. It's not not bad. But so the other side of this though, is when your internet is slow. And this is a very minor thing, but I feel like, like today my computer was running super slow. Everything I wanted to do, like open a new window or save some files or whatever it was, became infuriating. Like, I just went to, like, pure fury. Like, First world problems, man. Yeah, no, but, but, but we can also remember, like, back in the day when you wanted to, like, download a... When you wanted to view a picture, right? Yeah. The picture just came in, like, bars, like... Yeah, no, I remember, like, when I, when I first got Napster, um, like, downloading a, a single two, MP3 took, like, two 20 megabyte, or 25 minutes. A two-megabyte song. <laughs> yeah, and now, like, when I download, like, a video game or something, I've had times where I've hit 50 megabytes a second down, 
which means that in one second I could download <laughs> 10 of those songs that used to take 25 minutes. Uh, and sometimes longer. I just, uh, I mean, I just remember, uh, I just remember waiting so much. I remember, I remember the thing about using computers where you had, but it also felt like you were doing more. You didn't mind waiting because you had access to more, right? Like if you wanted to learn something, you had to go to the fucking library. Right, yeah. so you're actually even though it took you 25 minutes to download an article or whatever, you uh, it was faster than any other. So you're saving time. But now, yeah. but now, if I click something and the window doesn't open up, I'm like, what the fuck is? It? Oh, okay. Yeah, even in my job, where like if I'm doing something in my like our our loan software is cloud based, and there'll be sometimes where like when I enter something, the program has to do some calculations on its side, and it takes like maybe two or three seconds for it to run its calculations. Like, God, you're taking forever here. So I don't think, I don't know if you saw this later on, but this is another internet problem. This is a dial-up problem. Did you catch that that line? Um, what this, is a, dial this, is a ma- this is a major thing that could drive you from zero to 100 in an instant. Oh, is this somebody picked up the phone while you were online? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Dad! <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, uh, that is something that would drive you. I would imagine that a good portion of our audience has never experienced that. I think the couple of viewers we got right now are old enough to remember dial-up internet. Yeah, but uh, think not about how TikTok, many people. Maybe. Like, how old do you have to be to have like had dial-up at some point in your life? Well, if you're watching us live, did you ever have dial-up internet? Come on, Instagram, you can you can answer that. Yeah. Um, all right, you want to hit the next one? You do. <laughs> so yesterday, I uh, I brought my umbrella, but it wasn't raining, so I left it in the car. And then it was time to leave the office, and it was pouring. And I waited a little while. I looked at the weather report. didn't look like it was going to stop. Of course, I forgot my umbrella. I left it in the car. And uh, then I went all the way to work. I had to come back, and uh, I had no umbrella, man. So I had to run all the way to the train station from the office. I mean, I could have walked. I don't think it mattered that much. But uh, so have you ever heard the math problem? Uh, I mean, you could, you could technically make it a math problem. But are you going to get more wet walking to your destination? Because you're, you're spending more time under the rain, right? But the rain is hitting you from the top. Or are you going to get more wet running to your destination where you spend less time in the rain, so less rain hits you from the top, but more rain hits you from the front. The Mythbusters tested this. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you're familiar with it. Yep. <laughs> and the answer it, it's is that it's better to run, correct? I, I thought it was about equal, but I really don't remember. I think it was about equal, but they but they uh, decided it was better to run. However, now that I'm thinking about it, they probably didn't get into like how much splash you get from like kicking your feet. Ooh, yeah. When you're running, like I bet they didn't account for that. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't remember it. But yeah, MythBusters is the one I'm thinking of. Um, and then the next one, because I had some new shoes on, is wearing new shoes when it rains, even if you have your umbrella, because you know that those shoes are toast. Well, it depends on what kind of shoes. I mean, if they're rubber shoes or, or Crocs, you're probably okay. Well, like the the shoes that I I wear most of the time, it's like a fabric top and just like a foam bottom, and 
if those get wet, like the the cloth will dry out, and they won't really be damaged. But if you've got nice leather shoes, like yeah, you're gonna you, you might have to worry about what condition they're gonna be in. You're gonna have to, like, what I always did after soccer games in the rain with uh, like my leather cleats is I would stuff them with newspapers. Mm, yeah, the old newspaper way back when you had newspapers. Yeah, well, or junk mail. <laughs> or junk mail. Um, I get a ton of junk mail, but it's not the same as newspaper. Uh, yeah. You want to hit the next one? This one is very. This this one hits too close to home. Entering the wrong password in too many times, um, and yeah, and getting locked oh, yeah. out. Dude, I have so many passwords that I use on a daily basis. Like if if the Google didn't remember them for me, I my life would come to a screeching halt. The thing is, there's they make you. They make the complexity of the passwords these days impossible for you to remember fucking everything. And then you have to change your passwords on a lot of these websites so often that you're just like, fucking well, fuck. And man. what's also stupid is with a lot of those rules, they don't actually add, like, it, when, when you're talking about protection from a brute force attack, they don't actually add any protection. So, like, if you were to, like, let's say your password was a 25 character long little sentence of, like, I like to go to the bar, which mm -hmm. isn't 25 characters, but you get my point, mm -hmm. is I like to go to the bar. That's harder to like... brute force than like 1 ampersand 4 5 XQ capital P lowercase m. Well, I mean, it's effectively the same complexity. I don't know that it would necessarily be harder. No, no, it, it's, it's each, all based it's, on character length. Yeah, it, exactly. Each each digit is... I don't, th I don't think... All words or all letters are necessarily more difficult to to crack than letters and numbers because basically what a cracker is doing is is just running every character through every digit. Right. right. So if you if you're brute forcing something, you've got 26 letters, upper and lower, so we're at 52, and then add 10 numbers and then whatever the shift is for those. So like you know, open close parentheses. So we're at 62. We're at 72. There's a couple other characters on the keyboard, so let's call it 75. So, basically, you've got whatever number of characters raised to the power of the number of possibilities. So, if you have 75 possibilities for every character, as we just said, so if you've only got one character, it'll take you 75 guesses. If you have two characters, that's two to the 75th. And what, what's that called? A... Uh... Um, what's the math term for that? Um, oh. I can't. Uh, like, Let I am see how many, how deep two to the seventy fifth is. <laughs> it's got, it's got to be pretty deep, but, um, but oh, but, really big. Hold on, hundreds, thousands, millions, billions, trillions, quadrillions. You're up to set thirty seven sextillion possibilities with just two characters. But, but of course, brute force isn't somebody typing each one of those combinations in it is a computer doing it as quickly as whatever website allows yeah, you to do it so 36 sextillion is actually something that a computer would be able to get up to pretty quickly yeah that's why I, that was my but, disclaimer but even like two let's do three x to the y 75 now we are at 10 to the 35th power which is so we insane. went from like ten to the twenty-first to ten to the thirty-fifth, 
with just one more character at three. So if you're trying to brute force something that's like 10 long, 10 to the 75th power, that's 10 times 700, that's 10 with 75 zeros after it. Which is very difficult, especially when the website doesn't allow you to put your password in to just incorrectly. Yeah. Um, and then also, the other thing that they introduce are CAPTCHAs. Which Dude, I'm I, bad at those. Choose, choose the sailboats. I'm like, it looks like a boat, but I don't see any sails. Like, <laughs> yeah. It looks like a powerboat to me. Yeah, or like the one where like it's like where pick the pick the pictures with a bike and like in one of the in one of the pictures like if this is the frame like there's a bike right here yeah and then and, and the, or or a, like a hair of the of the tire of the bike right is out in a different frame and you're just like do i pick one or do i not pick this one probably getting it wrong anyways or choose the frames that have a bike in it and then there's three bicycles something with cars in them and then one one motorcycle you're like, well, the yeah. bike and motorcycle? Actually, those ones bother me less than just, like, the ones where it's just, like, a string of, like, six or seven characters with, like, some uh, color and crap on, in front yeah, of them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why captures, that's why captures drive everybody fucking insane. It's like, I'm better at recognizing the pictures than trying to, like, figure out whether, like, you've got an O or an A because there's all this visual noise in front of it. I think, I think what captures do a really good job showing us right now where everybody's like, AI is going to take over the world. We're going to have Terminators. We're going to die. It's like, bro, like, <laughs> CAPTCHAs are tough enough for us, <laughs> but they're yeah. really simple. Right? Well, and you know what? CAPTCHAs don't even really work because there are people whose full-time job it is is to break CAPTCHAs. Like, I, it's not really, like, a legal... It, well, it's probably legal employment, but you're working for someone who does illegal stuff. And like people just pay you like I don't know maybe two cents per capture or something. Break them. As in like your job is like you'll have a link you'll have oh, a you're video like helping feed them. on the screen and it'll just yeah. be like here's a captcha solve it here's a captcha solve it. Oh I've and never like, heard of this. Yeah. Sounds like a great job if you work somewhere in like freaking Russia. <laughs> yeah. Hacking people. We we haven't done an episode on hackers. I think we should do a good, a, a good episode on like, like hacking history, and then we could also do like the. We should bring in somebody like, who knows more about computers than either of us. Maybe, maybe. Actually, uh, then the all, two of us combined, because that's still not a high bar. <laughs> um, but uh, but even like the scams, like the Nigerian money money laundering scams, that along with, uh, like hacking, like that, you know, because there's like now all these people that are like locking your computer. Um, oh yeah, ransomware attacks. Oh, can I? On that note, I know we're kind of we get a lot more of these to cover. Can I read you this this email I got? I found it in the spam folder of an email account that I don't ever use. So not. It says uh, the subject of the email. This is awesome, by the way. I've been meaning to share it. I got it on April fourteenth. It's just been saved to my desktop. I haven't had the opportunity. Uh, subject: You have an unpaid bill. Greetings. The following is the last notification. I hacked your computer system through the wireless network router you were linked to. Sometime back, I accessed the gadgets that you previously used to get on the web. All the info and devices was quickly copied to my hosting space. I can take advantage of your mobile messages, social networking sites, emails, chats, and list of contacts. My virus repeatedly changes the personal signature. 
parentheses, driver type. Therefore, it stays unnoticeable to antivirus software. I assume right now you understand why I stayed unseen right until this exact day. Whilst getting together the info in regards to you, I noticed that you are a huge follower of porn sites and more. You really prefer to go to those porno sites and view filthy videos whilst getting an ejaculation. <laughs> I surely created a cam shooting videos of you jerking off, a montage of the video you, of you watching at that time and your genital masturbation. This your is own, written in India. <laughs> your, own, <laughs> your own face is obviously vis visible. I don't think this particular material would be great hyphenated would be great <laughs> for your status <laughs> yeah this, this is definitely from india i can send you the video footage out i can send the video footage out to every person who you are knowing i additionally have no trouble with rendering all of your confidential info public on the open web i do believe you know exactly what i'm talking about it may be a real disaster for you i can destroy your life permanently I think you don't want to happen. Why don't we solve it in a way? You transfer me $1,300 using Bitcoin equivalent at the moment of payment, and I'll ASAP delete your information from my computers, and then we'll ignore one another. My, get bit, my Bitcoin payment address is BC da 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 da. If you don't understand how to transfer cash and exactly what BTC is, then type in the Google search engine, purchase Bitcoin. I present you with two days to send me the cash. A timer started monitoring you automatically as you opened up this email. I'll get notice when my letter is exposed. Do not attempt to look for help as the wallet can be monitored. Email me the message that it came from and it can be tracked also and digitally generated. Therefore, there are no reason for messaging me. I would send them dick pics. <laughs> uh, don't attempt to make contact with the police and other protection solutions if you choose to do so all of your information will be undoubtedly published <laughs> i mean the email goes on i, I like i want to keep reading because it's just so no uh, please don't uh but it just keeps going and going on so all right we got to get well, back I to mean, that, there's one thing in that email that i was going to like i was going to say this with ransomware and it was mentioned in that email is like all of these digital scams are enabled by cryptocurrency that is one big thing about cryptocurrency. Uh, it does enable uh, just people to send kind of untraced money to untraced locations. Um, all right, so you uh, you want to hit the you, one after? You got Capcom? this next one since it's near and dear uh, to your heart. Is it in, near and dear to my heart? Uh, is this the phone or is this the uh, nope? The after password two? wrong. Okay, this is not near and dear to my heart actually. No, um, I just remember, I, I reminded of a single of a story of when I picked you up near um, from a certain friend's house on Central Ave when we were driving by Colony Center. I don't remember this at all. I don't even know anybody that lives on Central Ave. Just all, Everett me? Road. I don't even know where that is. Oh. <laughs> all right. So uh, this, is, this is something that could ruin your day, and that's having to take a shit in a public restroom. <laughs> Like, nobody ever wants to take a crap in a public restroom, especially if it's, like, where you work and, like, your colleagues are going to be kind of entering and exiting. 
I used to have one guy in my office who used to spray all this cologne in the bathroom before he went to the, <laughs> before he took his shit. It was really weird, and it just smelled like shitty, like Old Spice. It was. I was like, you know, good for this guy. Like he's trying. Like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you know, we're all humans. Like we got a shit. Uh, but nobody wants to, and nobody wants to in a public restroom with those toilets that your feet can't even touch the ground. God forbid. Makes me think of uh, one of my favorite headlines ever, which is, um, suspect says, like, his threat to blow up a bathroom had nothing to do with a bomb. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like he went, like he he was in like I, don't, I think it was like a Home Depot or something. He was like, yeah, I'm just about to go blow up that bathroom, and like they arrested him. <sighs> Mid shit, uh, but yeah, that's one of those things that could, it, like, nobody wants to have to take a shit in a public restroom, unless of course you live with your significant other, and then you're better off taking it in a public restroom, especially if you have only one bathroom. Yeah, preserve the illusion. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't ever. Yeah, hundred percent. I like the illusion, just like Kim Jong Un. No asshole. <laughs> All right, next one's on you. Oh, do you know that Kim Jong-un, like, when he travels in his motorcade, one of the, like, vehicles in the motorcade is a private bathroom for him? That that the public is not to, not to know of, yeah? Yeah, but, it, all right. So, North, well, North Korea, North, North Korea believe, you know, well, supposedly, that, uh, what role, the premier, the president? Um, dick, what is this official title? I don't know. I don't think he goes by dictator. Uh, <laughs> Either no. way, though, he's he's said to not have grand an leader or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something like that. But he said to you know he tells his people he doesn't actually have an asshole. I, All right. So I, we hit captchas, um, mm -hmm. realizing your phone didn't charge the last night, and so coming up along with that is not only did your phone not charge, but it died and you didn't hear your alarm. Oh god! So I was my alarm clock. Thank God. I do. Um, but, uh, and I don't sleep with my phone either. Do you sleep with your phone in your bedroom? Yeah. Uh, I keep mine in the office. Um, but I put it on a wireless charger. And sometimes, even though I always make sure it, like, syncs and it, it like, notifies me that it's charging, sometimes for whatever reason, it doesn't charge overnight. And, uh, and I wake up and I got a big day ahead of me and I'm on, on like, 2% battery. So I try not to charge my phone overnight. Why not? Um, I don't know. I just don't trust it. I don't trust things <laughs> to do thing to to work while I'm sleeping. Um, but yeah, I, there's a couple times I was late to work at the accounting firm because like I just slept right through my alarm. Either it didn't go off or like I just slept through it. But more often, like my phone does this weird thing where sometimes it'll be on and it'll show that it has plenty of battery. And then it'll just like shut itself off for no reason. Very strange. So Very yeah, strange. That, there's been times where I'm like, yeah, you got plenty of battery to make it through the night, buddy. And nope. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean the 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 thing is having your phone as an alarm clock is a is risky business, man. If your phone falls, but like if you sleep, a lot of people sleep with their phone in their bed. Which I think is a little crazy. I think it's a little much. Uh, but if your phone falls like under the pillow or behind the mattress or something, you are fucked. Mine goes on my nightstand right next to my bed. And that's my phone's your, also you know, always on silent. So like, the only thing that the only time it'll make a noise is for the alarm. 
Uh, so yeah, I actually have I have the radio in the kitchen set to go off at like six fifty every morning, um, and it's at a decent volume in the kitchen, but it's at a, a quiet enough volume in the bedroom that for whatever reason it, it stirs me. Um, and then as it keeps going, I'm like, all right, what's happening in fucking Iraq this morning? And then I'm like, oh wait a second, this is, I'm not dreaming. This is all right. I'm awake. Yeah, but if you're tired enough. Then there's like depending on how tired you are, your threshold for I could sleep through that gets pretty high. I mean, I drink a lot, so <laughs> I know the hangover feeling. Yeah, <laughs> there are times that it is not quite enough to wake me up. Um, so uh, what do we get next? Um, uh, missing a package be- that required a signature. Oh god, what like, the fuck? Yeah, the- I mean. When you show up to your house and you have that little like FedEx or UPS slip on the door and you're just like, couldn't you like, I mean, now that I live in the suburbs, I'm like, what the fuck is, why don't you just fucking drop it? Like, we we saw you approach the door on the camera. Like you could have just like, and then where you have to go to FedEx or you have to go to the UPS store to pick it up or you have to like log into some FedEx account and, 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 you know, like. Uh, I think there, I don't know if there still is, but there used to be a way that you could like, uh, say you didn't want to sign for it and you were like attesting that you didn't want to sign, but you still wanted to receive it. Uh, but either way, there's nothing like showing up to back to your house and you see that little tag in the door and you're like, fuck, what did I miss? Especially if it's something that you really, really wanted. I, well, or something you need, like I'm doing all this work on the house and working the cars and I'm like, oh, like I ordered this on Tuesday. It was supposed to be here Thursday or Friday. And I needed it to do work this weekend. And that now, like, I'm just like, and you're closed over the weekend. I can't pick it up over the weekend. The fuck? All right, what's um, next here? You, you put not having reusable grocery bags. Uh, that's not something. For so, me. look, so here's the thing I, uh, I don't use reusable grocery bags. This is one I read about on uh, like BuzzFeed or something. And, uh, but it's a real thing. So, one, I don't use reusable grocery bags. Two, do you remember back when we were kids and everybody was like, oh, you can't use the paper grocery bags because they're cutting down trees to make paper. Yeah, now you can't use plastic bags because you can't use plastic, right? Yeah, and for the, la- for the last decade or maybe 12 years, I've like gotten off being like, do you have paper bag? That's a, you know, that we... You know, paper bags are better for the environment, actually, because they cut the trees, but they replant the trees, and then they grow the trees and cut the trees. And it's also good for the economy because there's jobs. The people that cut the trees spend the money in the towns they cut the trees in. So now you've got to pay for all the bags. Now, Not here. Well, not there. Here you do. It'll be your way soon. No, Um, it won't. Trust me. New Jersey was Republican, and now it's it's pretty liberal. So Yeah, but New Jersey's voted blue for the last, I don't know how many elections. No, because a lot of it. it the South mo- Carolina the- is still upset that they can't have slaves. <laughs> true, true. Uh, but the the places that are the highest populations in New Jersey are closest to New York City. But the vast majority of the geography here is is more uh, Republican, uh, just not the population. Either way, uh, the reusable bag thing is such a pain in the ass. Because one, those reusable bags, a lot of people just throw away and they're just full of plastic way more plastic than the old grocery bags have however i never liked using grocery bags to begin with but you put your cart in the store and then you're like you you know i i didn't know how to put it 
but the fact that you put your stuff in bags for like a little while to put it in your car and then you take it from your car to your house, um, it's just getting it like from the car to to your kitchen is really the part where the bags come in hand. Right, but when you're at that grocery store and you don't have any bags, like you want to buy bags, you're like, oh, how much is it? And they're like, oh, uh, it's five cents. And you're like, oh, that's too much for me. <laughs> five cents has never once deterred me. Like, because when I visit the Derv out in California, like they charge for bags there, and they're like, do you have your own bags? No. Well, it's ten cents a bag. Okay. Dude, well, it's just I guess I'm just not making the purchase then. <laughs> No, it's just like, a principle. I got thirty dollars worth of groceries. Thirty dollars and twenty cents, though, that breaks it. No, but it's it's just this thing, like you know, in and, and because I recognize it's bad for the environment, so I you know I don't I don't want to buy like I know it's better not to buy the bags, right? So, um, you know, I, like I don't like I don't like having a lot of garbage, and I don't, I, and, you know, the gar the bags garbage. I think like you don't even put that in the recycling bin. You know so. what I do with the, with my paper bags that I get from the grocery store? They're now my garbage bags. We do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We actually. We, well, now we don't use any uh, grocery bags at all. But we take the those, the really thin ones that you put your fruit and vegetables in, and we mm -hmm. use those for the bathroom garbages. Oh, all right. Yeah. We get some. You know, nice. We thing is, you know, when you spend like fucking sixty dollars on a garbage can for the bathroom, you're like, well, you know, we don't want to cover this up with a bag. Right, so you got to get a discreet bag that you. Why can't. are you spending sixty dollars on a garbage can for this? Because this garbage can had like a ring of, of brass around it or some bullshit like that. I, 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 a bronze, uh, you know, a bronze fucking engraving on a gar. I don't, I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure I don't my garbage can cost two dollars, and I spent yeah. that, and I could spend the other fifty-eight bucks on booze. But but mine, but mine, looks nicer than yours. And 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 there's a sixty-eight dollar you look stupid tax on it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I I've been paying that tax for way too long. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right, dude, we're not even halfway through this no, list. No, I want to hit this one real quick. Sock yeah. holes bother me so much that if I get a sock that has a hole, in it, I just throw it out. I do too. Yeah, man. I I had a I had a pair of boxer shorts yesterday that uh, they were like a little thin. They were like I was like, oh, these, this is, these must be a few years old. So I just took them off. I fucking throw them in the garbage. But the sock holes are something that will drive you crazy. And in my business, my profession, where you go to people's houses for a living and they make you take off your shoes. Now you look homeless. Yeah, you can't you can't have a hole in your sock, man. So that I mean that is like you get a hole in your sock, you're just like, fuck this. I have some we're talking about expensive garbage cans. I have some expensive socks from like some designer stores where I walked in, I was like, Oh, I'm not about to spend seventy two hundred dollars on a suit, but those socks are nice. How much are they? Fifty two dollars. I'll take two pair. <laughs> but but I I actually have a couple of these socks that have holes in them now, and I'm just like, I spent this much money on the socks. I can't throw these away. <laughs> That's stupid. Like, dude, I wear Puma socks that cost me like eight bucks for like a six pack. Dude, when I was in Colorado, I brought like all these socks with me to go skiing. We went into this one ski shop. I saw these socks that look really cool. And they were like, <laughs> they were like fucking forty five dollars for a pair of socks. And I was like, yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> but they look cool. <laughs> and then I washed them, and now they have all these pills on them. Yep. Oh man, I'm so mad about that. Uh, all right, we count the pills and figure out how much each pill costs. <laughs> If I had the time, I would. I am so mad about those. They were so cool. They were really nice socks. Um, 
Uh, what's next? Uh, package. I'm kind of just skipping around here and picking. No, you're. Some oh, of my that's favorites. not fair. That's not fair. Uh, missing package. Red lights when you're rushing. You got to be somewhere. You always get these badass red lights, and everybody knows that one red light in their town. Like I have one red light out here in, in New Jersey. This thing must take like I don't know 46 minutes to change. Like it'll it'll be the morning. This is the make or break traffic light. Whether or not I make the train, it's so bad. Um, let's see. So this happens uh, when you're watching Netflix or if you changing the audio on uh, you know you're watching something in a different language, uh, or if you're watching all these new. You probably don't watch these, but there's a lot of new Korean movies and tv shows which are really good actually cinematography directing acting it's all really good but you'll hear so there it's all in korean obviously but you change the audio to english and then you sometimes you can put english subtitles i prefer the subtitles always well well the subtitles don't say the same thing in english that the people are speaking with the voiceovers in english so that's something that drives me nuts. When they say something, it just it means something basically the same, but totally different. But no, like the the missynced audio bothers me to no end, which is why I basically watch, won't watch anything that's dubbed. I'll only watch something if it has subtitles and it's not in English. Yeah, no, it's it's I you know we watch a lot of Spanish stuff here, and I'm like just let it be in Spanish and put the English subtitles on. Yeah, uh, but the, the Korean stuff is like really tough to watch because that's a language that is so foreign to me. So like, I sometimes I like the uh, the English audio. Um, yeah, I'm skipping way down because this is a personal favorite of mine. All right. People who say "guess what" and then press you to actually guess. So, um, well, was this was this yours or this is mine? This is yours, and then I typed in what I do. So. Um, my girlfriend will say, guess what, a lot in the middle of a conversation. Just but, but of, then, like, but I'm then, changing but then, the subject slightly. But, but no, she's but, not but, expecting but then, me to guess. But on, whenever let's, someone let's, says, go ahead. I, you didn't drive home hard enough when somebody just says to you, guess what, in a conversation. And they really expect you to guess. And there's like no context involved. And like in their head, they're like, oh, yeah, he could probably guess it. But you're just like. Like you ate a crayon for fucking breakfast. I have no idea. I have no idea where to start guessing. But they actually expect you to throw some legitimate guesses out. And they're like, "I'll give you a hint." And you're like, "I was, I was on the crayon for breakfast lineup yeah. for a minute. Like, where are we going?" Either way, I but like. When your so, whenever somebody says, "Guess what?" Because people a lot of times use that as just kind of like a sentence filler. So whenever someone says, "Guess what?" I just say, "Chicken butt." And that is the best response. That is the absolute best response. Um, so my girlfriend right, does that a lot. She, uh, you'll like this one. So she right, was in ahead. a conversation with my mom. I wasn't a part of the conversation at all. I was like in the same room, but I wasn't talking. And like I was doing my own thing. And she and my girlfriend says, guess what, to my mom. And I, butt, I bump in and I say, chicken butt. I'm like, you weren't even in this conversation. Why do you get to talk? Uh, right. So that's my recommendation to the people's. Guess what? Right, Chicken so, butt. All right, so let's go back up in order. We got 10 minutes left, and of course, now that we are extending past the Instagram followers who watch us, you will miss this, Instagrammers. I don't uh, think we're going to hit all of these. No, but we could, we could, we could, we could r- rush through the rest of them. Um, so the mid-movie buffering, 
now that we're all watching like Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max, and when you're maybe you're you're watching, there's a rainstorm or thunderstorm, or you just have shitty internet, and it, things need to buffer mid movie, so it just stops or it gets grainy. That and and again, like you are so lucky that you just have this shit streaming to your fucking house. You just have to go well, fucking. It's worse up. if you're watching something live, like you're watching a sporting oh, event. Oh god, yeah. It, I was watching the Champions League final, and there was a play where like they passed the ball down the field, and the guy was like, "It on goal, mm. buffering." But mm. this happened at Super Bowl, like 2015 or 16, to me. Went to my friend's house. He lived in Harlem, and uh, this is Adam, by the way. Uh, and he was he was streaming it, and and it was next year. I just I was like, right, I'm not going to the party, man. Like I I love a party more than anything. I don't even like sports, but. Uh, I need to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, just, I can't. I can't endure. I can't unless you're going to upgrade your connection or something. I can't do yeah. it. 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 Yeah. <laughs> There's three seconds left on the clock, and they're down by two, and they're 40 yards out for a field goal to win the game. Here's the snap, and loading, loading, and what? Loading. <laughs> All right, next one. Next one. Uh, you know those. You know those peel off like. Uh, it's almost like this kind of aluminum type taper over the the top of tamper proof, like medicine or uh, yep. even like a yogurt foil or peanut butter. Yep. You know, pe- you know, peanut butter. You peel that off, but a lot of times it just doesn't peel well. So I take how a knife it, to it. I just take a it, knife and I cut on the inside. Yeah, but then you leave that all like it's like when somebody rips something out of a notebook and they don't rip on the the perforated edge, the perforated edge. They they rip on like the where the actual spirals are and it just comes like people yeah. hand in paper like that. I don't want my edge to look like that. I want that clean perforated edge. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want, uh, I don't want to have this jagged look. So when I opened some medicine, Oh, you know, I was, uh, you know, Scott came down last weekend and we were, we were, he had a, a bubble gun. It, you know, you like blow bubbles with the like dish detergent type solution. Mm-hmm. So he brought a gun, which has a blower in it, but like 70 or 80 holes in the face of the gun. So you dip the face in the gun in a little dish that comes with it. And the, the dish is, is filled with this solution. And then it's got a fan in it, and it blows out all 60, 70, 80 holes. And it just blows all these bubbles into the air. However, to open up the bubbles, first when I open, I, I tried to peel the top off. It wasn't coming off, wasn't coming off. So I stuck my thumb in it. And then the pressure of my thumb pushed down on this this foil top, which had some elastic plastic in it. And then the fucking solution went flying through the air all over me, all over my plate of food, like all over. So those prefer the, not perforated, but the the tamper proof tops are something that really you know last weekend at least drove me fucking yeah. crazy. All over it's my not surprising to me that you stuck struggle with anything child proofing. <laughs> I do. I am. I am a child. Um, speaking of which, I also, when it comes to my brain, like, I'm, I, I exist somewhere between like eighty-seven and a hundred and six, or like one to eight years old. So when yeah. you walk in, and here, and here's the uh, eighty-seven to one hundred and six. When you walk into a room and forget what you needed, dude, this happens to me all the time. The, all the there's time. a psychological I, phenomenon that walking through a door has the like amplifies your chances of forgetting what you were doing mm, because you're just greeted by a new environment and that and that probably 
like uh, changes the state of your brain for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, how about this? When you're shopping in a store, sales rep asks you if you want any help, and you're just like, "Oh no, I'm just here. Just I'm just browsing, just uh, looking at the the punts." Just you know what my I solution like to that is? What? Wear big headphones. Ah, uh, dude. So, but here's the second part of that: when they awkwardly tell you through the store. So I, you know, now that I'm out in Jersey, we go to these like big furniture stores or like it's, it, it, I actually think it's worse in the luxury stores because those guys work the mid range luxury stores, not the high end luxury stores, but the mid range luxury store because those guys work in commission, right? Like you go to JCPenney, nobody's fucking tailing you through the store. You go to Bloomingdale's or you go to JCPenney, you'd be lucky to find someone to ring you out. You're lucky to fucking find a J.C. Penny. <laughs> so, uh, but like, uh, like you go to a Target, nobody's tailing you around a store. You go to a Bloomingdale's, like, you're, there's a good chance you're getting tailed around a store. There's some of those, like the Bergdorf's. Uh, there's a good chance you're kind of getting tailed around a store. Now, if you go to like Soho or you go further downtown, where there's some really, really high-end stores, like you go to Savile Row in uh, in London. You're not getting tailed around the store. Like you might get greeted, but but they're but those salespeople are going to be so attuned to you. You don't have to say anything. They're gonna they're gonna be there for you. It's really fr- I like I just don't like like walking into an electronic store and then somebody's like, "Oh, can I help you?" And then they follow you around. Or they follow yeah, you around. I, I find eyes, the headphones like, help with that too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like too white for this to be a problem. Um, no, but the thing is, the people that aren't in, so that's why I said it's like this this high end range. Like JC Penny, nobody gives a fuck. But then you yeah, go to saying like black people are going to get tailed through the store. Uh, no, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying for sake of being like somebody thinking you're stealing. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh no, it? I'm no, talking. No, no, about that's why I'm saying like I'm too white for this to be a problem. No, like no. Black the, the, people are going to get tailed through a store because the people are going to think that they're stealing. No, I'm saying the more affluent you 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 appear, and is, this is racially, uh, the racial aspect isn't actually a factor in this. No, I'm just pointing out a racist aspect of our society. I, I understand. I understand. Um, all right, you want to hit the next one? Shoes untying while you're walking? You like? Okay, so back to the whole being a child thing. Like, do you not know how to tie your shoes so they won't untie? I don't want to double knot my shoes every time, man. I do. You double knot your shoes all the time? Every time. Dude, I can't. I can barely reach my feet as it is. I just don't have the flexibility. Well, Velcro shoes might be a good pick. Um. So look, so you're walking down the street, you get somewhere to be, your shoes come un- untied. What do you do? You stop and, and retie them? Yeah. Or it just never happens to you because you just double knot? In, in, in the extraordinarily rare circumstance where it were to happen, I'm fixing them right there. Ah, oh, man, not me. Not me. Um, I, I will walk untied shoes to my destination, and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to like sit down and like rip my, my ankle up over my knee and try to retie it sideways. <laughs> Way to not give them the power. Uh, no, like usually if I'm going somewhere, no, I, honestly, it's, it's a time issue. Like uh, my shoes come untied because I wear freaking leather dress shoes every fucking goddamn day of the week. Um, those shoes come untied and usually I have somewhere to be. I'm like, I'll just tie them when I get there. Not only do I double knot my shoes, I usually do the runner's trick where you tie. Where you tuck tie, them in? Yeah, tuck well, the loop yeah, into But you're them. not doing that. You're not doing that. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. Actually, 
wild. I don't do that anymore. I got to get back into that. Where you, yeah, where you take your your two rabbit ears and you tuck them into uh, into the the down laces. Yeah. Um, but when when you get work shoes on, dress shoes, you can't really do that. It just doesn't look appropriate. Um, but yeah, like but that shit drives me nuts. And what even more drives me nuts is somebody's like, "Oh, your shoes untied." I'm like, "Dude, I'm fucking power walking down the fucking block, like arms up in the air, walking down a block, and you're gonna stop me and tell me my fucking shoes are untied." Uh, we are going to have to drop the Instagram live stream. I'm sorry, my friends. Uh, if you guys want to join us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, you are welcome to. But at this moment in time, Instagram, you are down. I'm sorry, guys. All right, let's finish out this list. I really, I yeah, I think this is a. Uh, that's a cool topic. I think it'd be a cool idea to hit the rest of these. But uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to finish all of them. There's like we're only like you added there. a lot to them. Oh yeah, you added a few. I added let's, a few, but let's uh, should we should we should we pick up next? Like should we let's hit just, like a yeah, couple let's more? Let's just save. Let's save the rest of these for next time, since apparently it takes a while for us to get through these. Well, that's the thing about these is that like they're they really hit you at this. They really hit you at this, like. Deep down, the, the thing is the fury that comes, you know, when something pisses you off, there's like a level of fury that you're just like, fuck, fuck. Like you yeah, we could so do mad. next one. We'll, like, we'll do like a quick current events and then hit the rest of these. Mm. Well, look, so I, that makes us effectively at the end of this podcast. Should we uh, should we talk some current events in terms of uh, today? Any, anything that... I don't know uh, what happened today. I, I know that like... The situation in Texas has gotten somehow worse, and there was another mass shooting yesterday in Tulsa. So, like, when, yeah. are, like, when, when is this country going to wake up and realize that guns are the problem? It's not. I actually don't think it's guns that are the problem. I think it's people that are the problem. But guns are the way they express themselves. So, right. So, if you take away the their ability to express themselves. Well, I mean, yeah, it's an integral part of the actual problem, right? Like, if if everybody's driving their cars over crowds, how do you address that? Do you give every single person in the United States uh, like mental health pro- tests before they before they get their driver's license, which probably isn't a bad idea, or in the day and age where we have self-driving cars and and you know, do we like create some way to like stop cars and they start hitting things, which we already have, by the way. We already have like the uh, things in, integrated into the bumper that when you hit it, like airbags are deployed and shit, but not to the gr- degree it would need to be if that was an actual bigger issue. I, I just, to me, you can look at countries like Australia and say they had a mass shooting and they immediately dealt with it and restricted guns heavily and since then they haven't had a mass shooting uh did we talk about on air uh canada canada did a very similar thing yeah canada canada's like all adding even more restrictions now well canada's gone way way over the edge you know there's a thing about having guns that like allows your country to be stronger to resist uh like war if, if, if another the people country in the military attacks, have them sure 
Well, well, you have to have a very strong military, which I actually don't think we have a very strong military. We could do that entirely in a different podcast where, where I can talk to people who have been through the military uh, and about how difficult it was for them going through basic training and how much they were treated like shit and beaten down and fucking broken. And then I can talk about people who want to go through basic training and they don't think it's fair for people to yell at them. Right. Like, you know, I feel like that's kind of where we stand now, where like if you're in basic training, and you're like, oh, I work for the, the United States of America and somebody called me a pussy. That's sexist. I don't think I want to be part of this organization. And, uh, you know, I don't think a United States organization should be allowed to be sexist. Well, part that's of basic training down. is to weed those people out. Yeah, to a degree. But how are you going to weed them out if they're if they're that committed to it? And then also if they if they create issues and if they're that committed to it, then they're going to get over it. But that's also the issue that we have with uh, the police. Like, you know, we weed people out of the police, but then those real hardcore, super racist people can disguise a lot of that and then and then just employ, like, super racist police tactics on the general public until ultimately they get caught. But yeah. a lot of that goes under the under the radar for a while. Yeah, there was there, I saw a news article about a cop who was caught on video multiple times planting drugs in, like, cars. And he ended up getting 12 and a half years for it. But it was only because there was video proof. So, like, all these people that said, I don't sell drugs, I don't use drugs, I don't know how drugs got in my car, a cop must have planted it. Like, it's your word versus the cops. And the courts are almost always going to side with the cop. So, like, how many people, how many other cops are out there that are doing this and just not getting caught and people are getting drug convictions when they didn't have drugs? Dude, every time I have been to court, when it's like a regular parking ticket or driving ticket or, you know, whatever else, um, if the court had, like, cares, they don't, I could just be saying, wah, 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 and the cop is like, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty. That's all the court hears. Yeah, That's the best the you're going to be able hears. to do is, like, mitigating circumstances. And then I'm, I ask questions, and I'm like, hey, so... I'm just curious, the court, uh, the officer doesn't remember if it was snowing or rainy or sunny out, but he's giving you a testament of what happened. I'm telling you that it was downpour snowing and there was four inches of snow on the ground and there was no way I was doing 70 and a 30 because there was four inches of snow on the ground. I don't think this is correct. And what the court hears is wah, 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 wah. And then what the, they hear from the officer is he's guilty. Yeah, so now imagine instead of a speeding ticket, it's like a hard drug conviction and the officer saying he found the drugs in your car. Yeah. And, and also think about how I present in a courtroom in a courtroom or a hearing hearing room versus the next person who's probably accused of some type of drug selling or, or drug using or drug dealing, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, so look, so let's, uh, you want to hang on air for a minute and we'll have a conversation. Hang I'll off air. Hang off air. We'll have that conversation. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, those of you live won't be privy to it. But if you uh, if you follow up, so this is episode 189. If you're listening to us and you want to follow up on 190, we will round out these pet peeves because we're not even halfway through our list today. We also I, need to start thinking about what we do for 200. Oh, yeah, the 200 episode. Mm, and also, two hundred four episodes going to be important Ooh, too. Two hundred four. I I know a handful of people we might be able to get involved in that episode. So that would be, let's let's talk about that as well. Uh, but on that note, we uh, will round out this one. And uh, thank you guys for joining. 
harass you guys for not subscribing. And uh, maybe we'll see you next time. Adios, everyone. All right. That is the end of this episode. Well, we can call it halftime in this episode's case. Uh, but either way, thank you for joining. And uh, we'll see you next time. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.